At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rolling on this edition of The Handle here at Circuit Sportsbook. Dave Ross and Matt Brown coming at you. And again, I know we are both really fired up for UFC 285 out here in Las Vegas. The evening, the return of the GOAT, John Jones. But, you know, we have like MMA royalty joining us right now. Jimmy Smith, if you know MMA, you know Jimmy Smith. Follow him at Jimmy Smith MMA. He is the host of Sirius's XM's Unlocking the Cage in UFC Fight Camp. Jimmy, great to have you on here as we get ready for the return of John Jones. Matt and I have been talking about it already all show here. What do you expect John Jones to look like? We saw what he looked like in the weigh-ins, and some people are like, oh, doesn't look that good. Does that deter you from thinking it's still going to be vintage John Jones we see tonight? Number one, I'm not royalty because I work. <laughs> Throw that out there right now. I work for everything I have. Number two, um, you, know, you know, Chael Sonnen, dude, I love that guy. He's awesome. He had a thing on his social media. It's like, dude, it's not a bodybuilding contest. He knows that in order to gain 40 pounds of muscle, you're going to have extra weight on there. He wasn't able to shed it because to do so would detract from his performance in the octagon. If you look, you know, if you fight well and got a little bit of a gut, that's great. So it doesn't deter me that much. What deters me is, are the numbers. Three years off, two title performances, last time out, Tiago Santos, and then, of course, uh, Dominic Reyes where he looked lackluster mm-hmm. through the worst title performances of his career. Those are the things that concern me a little bit more. And then, like, you know, Anthony Smith, a guy I work with at SiriusXM, you know, he was on air saying, look, three years off, idle hands of the devil's workshop. And we know that about John Jones. So, you know, you got to wonder how much dedication is there after all this time. But, you know, I talked to John a couple weeks ago, and he said, this is a rejuvenation of my career. I wasn't as motivated at light heavyweight to wipe out my fourth generation of contenders as I am to move up to heavyweight and, and start something new. So I, I, the numbers are more disconcerting than anything I saw on the scale. So, Jimmy, we look at this. He's up, up 44 pounds from the last time that we saw him in yeah. the octagon. And I think that we could look at this kind of twofold. One, we've seen guys move up and or down in weight and really struggle with the new weight class. But, again, this is a guy that hasn't fought in three years. So this was a gradual process. And, honestly, John, was this was always the goal, was to end up at heavyweight as it was anyway, right? I mean, he was too – his – frame it, mm-hmm. it can carry the weight well he was almost too big for for light heavy as it was anyway so I guess the real question here is is what is the cardio going to look like holding this new weight I think the fighting style probably will be relatively close to the same with him maybe a little less explosive with the 44 extra pounds on the frame but you know the cardio is a big question because listen the one thing about John I mean you know you look back at these fights from three and four years ago 
he's going out and looking pretty spent by the time the fight's over with, right? I mean, like he leaves it all in the cage every single time, and now we got 44 more pounds to deal with. Yeah, and he's a volume guy. You know, mm-hmm. you know, DC said, you know, he really didn't hit that hard. You know, like he placed a perfect kick to knock out DC in their second fight. But he goes, I was kind of surprised that he didn't have more pop to his punches. The people who don't change weight classes well going up tend to be power punchers. Best example is Robbie Lawler at Strike Force at 185. He'll knock you out at 170. He hits you at 185, and you're still standing there. And you go, oh, great. You know, I was a power puncher there. I'm not a power puncher here. Conor McGregor, I think moving up to 155, he laid guys out at 45. Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz ate his best punch and was like, oh, crap. This, <laughs> this isn't what I'm used to. The good thing is John was never a power guy. He never relied on his ability to knock somebody out with one shot. He's not going to do that at heavyweight. And he didn't do that at 205. So that's where I get concerned is when you, you, you don't realize the gifts you're going to lose changing weight class. The same thing going down. A lot of guys, oh, I'm a fast 170. Dude, you ain't a fast 155. Those guys are quick. And so, same deal. You generally lose the power punching when you move up in weight class. John was never a power puncher. So that's kind of the good news. To your point, the cardio, we're going to know, um, I think, midway through round one, we'll know if John still has the smoothness, right? The explosiveness, the movement that he had at 205. We'll know halfway through round one if he has that at heavyweight. If he does, that's a great sign. The second gut check is round four. You know, I talked to um, Eve Edwards. Good friend of mine, great fighter back in the day. He fought at 170 and 155. And I go, well, what's the difference? He goes, Jimmy, at 170, all that blood pumping through your muscles, you, you, you feel the gas tank going down when you're carrying that extra weight. We're going to feel that maybe round three, round four, round five, where normally John would pull away from guys, right? So like Dominic Reyes, I thought Dominic Reyes won the first three rounds. Well, rounds four and five, that's when John pulled away from him. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, is able to use his veteran savvy. If you're out of gas, you can't do that. So that's really going to be a, a, a big Tell, I would say round three, four, and five, where the cardio is. Yeah, right now, four and a half. It is uh, juiced to the over four and a half uh, right now. If we think this this card, uh, this main event here might hit the uh, the judges' scorecards. Let's talk about the other guy that we're not talking about. At least the media feels like they really have, and that's Cyril Gane here. And right now, I, I wonder who? if he beats Francis Ngannou. Right, exactly. That, that guy, I, who? Yeah. <laughs> fighting somebody? I mean, it's I like was, uh, there uh, is uh, another guy in there, right? <laughs> and, and if he beats Ngannou... He's probably a decided favorite against John if this matchup were still to manifest itself that way. And now all the money's been coming in on Jones. He's minus an hour 75 here. What about Cyril? Does he have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder thinking, okay, I'm the disrespected one here? He should. He should. I said over and over, like on the lead up to this and you know, all the shows have been doing, I'm like, it's a John Jones show. This is the John Jones show. How is John Jones going to look? Oh my God, can Jones solidify his legacy? John Jones, the greatest of all time with a win. And, you know, he's fighting somebody. You know, he's fighting Cyril Gaon. The reason Gaon is being so overlooked is a guy who um, would get tech-falled on a wrestling mat in about two minutes named Francis Ngannou took Cyril Gaon down with ease. This wasn't Stipe Miocic, who was a D1 wrestler at Cleveland State. This was not uh, Curtis Blades, who has an excellent wrestling background. This was a guy we didn't know could wrestle at all. And he took down Cyril Gaon pretty much at will for five rounds. And that led to the one-sidedness. Well, people are just kind of doing the MMA math and going, well, you know, John Jones out-wrestled DC, who made the Olympics twice. <laughs> so the idea that, that, that John Jones doesn't take him down at will, you know, that's where, where, you know, where all the, the betting money is going. But one of the things we talked to Cyril Ghani, you talked to his coaching staff, they admit it. They go, we just didn't expect Ngannou to do that. We thought right. it would be a kickboxing match. We're not aware of it. If his coaches don't have him ready for a wrestling match against John Jones, I'll say it right now. He has incompetent coaches. You know what John Jones is going to do, but that's the reason for the disparity in betting. Not because of the stand-up, not because of the size or anything he can do. It's they don't think um, he can out-rest or stop the takedown of John Jones. And, you know, Cyril Gaon has a right to feel disrespected. If this is a stand-up battle, this is a kickboxing match for five rounds, Cyril Gaon wins. The betters and the public just don't think that's going to happen. Jimmy, that's uh, you kind of gave the game script there for for Gone. If this what is, I do. you know, if this is a <laughs> if this is a kickboxing match, then you're you're going to lean him. Then what's the game script for for John Jones here? Because I do hear multiple different ways of people say, okay, he's going to go down, he's going to go out, he's going to take him down, it's going to be boring, he's going to lay on top of him, he's going to grind it out. He needs the win, he wants to get the win, et cetera, et cetera. There's also the ground and pound angle, and then you know John's kind of sneaky good with submissions as well. Or do you think he can stay on the feet and win a decision against a Cyril Gaon? Is that, is, that, is that out of the question here for John Jones? It's not out of the question, but the problem is it's volume and accuracy, right? He's not a power puncher. He's probably not going to hurt Cyril Gaon with any shots. 
Um, it's one of those pick them apart, pick them apart. Think if you're an old school boxing fan, you know, Roy Jones Jr., Don, John Ruiz, where, you know, he couldn't trade punches with John Ruiz, but he just outmoved him and outvolumed him and outlanded him for, you know, 12 rounds. It's a similar thing here. He's got to just be incredibly accurate for five rounds and keep the volume up. That's where all these cardio questions come in, right? He can't go punch for punch with Cyril Gaon. He's got to go two to one, three to one. That burns a lot of gas, but that's his strategy. And also, uh, another reason why, why I think the odds right now against uh, for John Jones are pretty absurd is he's used to big brother and guys, right? He's used to that front hand and able to keep guys at a distance, did it with Rashad Evans, did it with Rampage Jackson, and he has to be the bigger guy to do that. Against Dominic Reyes, Alexander Gustafson, the bigger opponents he's faced, that strategy didn't work, and those were his closest fights. Now, obviously, the second one against Gustafson was a knockout, but the first one, he had a lot of trouble with a guy that he couldn't big brother. And that's going to be a big thing, too. Can he win without controlling the range with his height? Because he's not going to be the bigger guy. There is a second title bout on this card, Valentina Shevchenko against Alexa Grasso. I know a director here doing this show named Jeremy Winkle who has a ticket on Alexa Grasso, and now she is a big-time dog. And what, Valentina's ballooning up to almost a $9 betting favorite. And I just wonder, Jimmy, should he burn the yeah. ticket no, now? No, you mean he has a he has a, he has a coaster. He has, he has a coaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he has. He's yeah. got a drink yeah. coaster. Yeah. Is that uh, is that a ticket that he wa- he wants to hold or burn right now, Jimmy? Well, you know, hold on to it just in case. Just you can come back and brag next week, but you will. I will call in and they can brag. Here's the deal: is that people are looking at her. Li- if you are betting against uh, Valentina Shevchenko, you're thinking about the Tyler Santos fight, mm-hmm. right? where she didn't look very good. I thought she lost that fight. Even if you thought she won, it took an unintentional clash of heads. If you remember that one, oh, yeah. um, you know, Tyler Santos' eyes swelled shut, couldn't really kickbox the last couple rounds. And it was basically all the, the, the intangibles lined up and she still barely won. People are thinking about that. The way I see that, I see that as Ohio State, Georgia. Ooh. That's the smack in the mouth you need to wake up and crush your next opponent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't see it as necessarily negative. I see it as she's like, Look, I got Aaron Blanchfield waiting in the wings, right? I have um, so many uh, opponents, uh, Tatiana Suarez at 125, that are looking good. I got to send them a message that I'm still the big dog. And so I expect a very, very aggressive Valentina Shevchenko in this fight. I wouldn't burn the ticket, but I wouldn't look at the Tyler Santos fight and go, oh, that's what's going to happen this time around. Once again, Ohio State, Georgia, the smack in the mouth that wakes you up and brings out the dog. Yeah. Jimmy, we already talked a, a lot about Bo Nickel here on the show already, but we're going to give you your 45 <laughs> seconds to talk about him because, I mean, listen, it's one of the hottest prospects we've seen come in in a very, very long time. And again, we we don't get these decorated wrestlers too often in MMA, certainly not in their prime. I mean, of course, we get DC way later in life. We get Yoel Romero way later in life. But uh, it, it really is kind of a special thing here for us like MMA geeks. It is because four-time national finalist at Penn State, three-time champion, lost, lost to Miles Martin as a freshman, came back, pinned him in the final. So I watched this guy wrestle for four years, did incredible things on the mat at Penn State, but 3-0, and main card, opening up the pay-per-view. This is a ton of eyeballs, a ton of pressure that we rarely see. And also there's a guy named David Taylor ahead of him in the Olympic crowd. That's why we're seeing him now. But this is a showcase for Bo Nickel. If he can pass it, he could be the next big thing at 25 where there aren't a lot of great wrestlers. Keep all that in mind. Jimmy, great stuff. Again, I won't say royalty because you work Mm. for a living. Enjoy UFC 285 (laughs) tonight, my friend. Welcome on this show anytime. Back with more of The Handle here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs i don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't okay so you think if you just come out and go i got hair plugs yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Handle is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Little uh, little news here, Dave. What do you have? Ja Morant going to be away from the Grizzlies uh. for at least two games after uh, he decided to go out last night and get on Instagram Live and uh, pull a gun out. So, uh, so we're doubling down now, Ja. So, uh, so I uh, went on Instagram Live and uh, and pulled a gun out. So he is going to be away from the team for uh, at least a couple of games. And uh, we'll see how he decides to proceed you know, here with all this. Matt, he is one of my favorite. I, I think he still qualifies as a young player in the yes. NBA, right? I don't know who, if you watch the NBA, who doesn't love to watch Ja play. But when you do things like this, you're going, oh, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. What, 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 is, what was the, the mode of thought that said, this is a good idea. Let me do this amid the controversy that was created this week when news came out that he allegedly pulled a gun on a teenager in St. Louis over the summer. It it makes you wonder what type of friends he has or what circle he runs with because you know why if ja. you're a group of buddies, yes, and someone was doing that, you would seem down like, like are, dude, you, are you are you more yeah like are you a moron? Do you realize how much you have to lose? Like this is the craziest thing. It, it's, it does make you wonder like. Maybe he runs with dudes that are all yes men, right? They're right. just kind of like, oh, okay, he's buying, he's buying the drinks every night, he's buying the food every night, so, or whatever. So whatever, whatever you got to do, yeah, whatever you say goes. Let me ask you very quickly though, and mm-hmm. this is fresh, and Matt, that's uh, great uh, breaking news, not from uh, John Moran's standpoint, but just mm-hmm. getting it here in the network because I wonder if it does affect the way you look at Memphis long term. Because again, it's it sounds like just two games now. Well, that we don't know mm-hmm. if that could be extended. Right. right, and we know because this West, is just the team doing this. The correct. NBA, can the NBA. Step in. Yeah. This feels like one of those deals. Like we're going to go out and do this now, mm-hmm. so that the league, hey, we already gave them two games. Mm-hmm. Right. This feels like one of those moves. So again, we don't know what the tentacles will be, but this could have real re- repercussions here as we get down to the, the final weeks of the regular season and going into the postseason. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is just it's it's one of those things where wow, I just shake my head. I and, do too. And it just I feel bad. I just shake my head because it's just like, man, you see these guys are so uber talented and they have all this stuff going for them. And it's, it's just, 
poor decisions, bad friends, bad circles, bad advisors, people like, you know. I'll tell you this. I, I come from the great state of Virginia mm-hmm. where I grew up, and Alan Iverson is a legend yes. uh, down my neck of yep. the woods. I bet you if Alan could get a hold of Ja right now, he'd say, dude, I was in a similar situation with this. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Yep. Like, because, you know, you get educated, you get a little bit older, mm-hmm. and you get a little bit wiser, and you look back at younger self. We all did stupid things. Oh, yeah. What you think is cool then is not cool now. Don't do it. Yeah, what you think it's is cool then is not cool it. now. Yeah, it's not cool. So we'll not find cool. out what the league says. But again, this is from the team. So that is mm-hmm. a very uh, key uh, denotation here that as two games from the Grizzlies, we'll find out if it's longer coming from the NBA. Let's get to some uh, diamonds in the rough because again, boy, get ready. It's right around the corner. Well, because Matt, I can be a little bit, I would say insufferable when it comes to the Metropolitans. It's been a long time since 1986. Oh, hold on. Let's, let's get to this. Hold okay. on. You're, you're a Cowboys fan. That's right. But you're a Mets fan. That is correct. What's the question? What is it? How does this even happen? What do you mean? Like, that's what, you, what, that's what most of America is, right? That's what? where they are. Mets and Cowboys. Like what? I'm in the, I'm the norm. What is what is now, going on here? It was a New York thing, okay, with my pops growing up in, okay. in upstate New York. And so the Mets, he was a diehard Met fan. So he would take us to Shea Stadium back mm-hmm. in the day. Allegedly, I was at the game where Pete Rose punched that Buddy Harrelson, but I can't confirm nor deny that. No memory of it. No memory. Yes. Of it. I was about two. Yeah. Uh, and then the Cowboys were playing the Steelers in Super Bowl Ten, showing my age. And I said, Dad, who do we root mm-hmm. for? And he said, well, you never root for the Steelers. You root for the Cowboys. So I root for the Cowboys. They lost. Shame. And then found out years later that my sister pulled me aside and said, you know, dad wasn't a Cowboy fan. I said, what are you talking about? He, he told me. Mm-hmm. He says he was a Jets fan. He was a Joe Namath fan. He goes, he just was rooting for the, for the Cowboys because the Steelers had beaten the Jets. Okay. So technically, right. I should be a Mets and Jets. I screwed that up. That's okay. on me, America. Gotcha. Right? But you can't change fandom. Oh, no. Yeah. And thank God I screwed yeah. that up. Could you imagine being a Jets fan? Yeah. Could oh, there be I've, anything I've worse? Got a couple, I got a couple of friends that are, so I can't actually imagine. So the only reason that's because so so half of my friends are, are Cowboys fans, even though I'm from Louisiana. The thing is, is well, I'm from northwest Louisiana. Okay. It is actually closer to Dallas than it is to New Orleans from where I live. And so my actually first my first pro football game was actually a Cowboys game because it's only two two hours and change down the road where it's a full four and change to New Orleans or whatever. So so you're so are, are you a Saints guy? I, I'm I I went Saints, but half of my friends are are Cowboys because again it's like you know we would get the you would get every Cowboys game that right. was like your local that was the local market team right and so you would get every Cowboys game it's right down the road you could go to games live different things like that so. You know, I don't like any of you it, guys, so it's can fine. Can I just, uh, Louisiana is yeah. still in the United States? Yeah, right down there. America's yeah. team. Yeah. That makes sense why your friends like the Cowboys. <laughs> so Diamonds in the Rough in the NL East. Look, it's mm. hard to find them because right now you look at the East, it's loaded for bear. Oh. I mean, I, look, I love, you know, we got a lot of Mets fans mm. in the network. Jeff Parles, we talk a lot of Mets baseball whenever we get uh, two seconds to talk off camera. And, I, and I'm just scared to death as a Metropolitan fan of looking at this division Minus Jacob DeGrom and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I should bet them as the favorite to win yeah. the East. Braves nip at their heels at plus $1.40. They're the Phillies. We know Bryce is going to be out for an extended period of time, plus three seventy. They got all the way to the World Series, obviously, last year. Then the, the fight and fish feel like a long shot at 30 to 1. And the Nats, boy, my DC friends, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 200 to 1. Just enjoy 2019. Like, enjoy it. You got that World Series. It's going to be a minute. But yeah, it, it's outside of the Marlins. Any of these three teams are super live, right? I mean, super, super live. And you mentioned Bryce being out with the Phillies, but they add Trey Turner. So it's kind of like, I, you know, I imagine he's going to be able to keep them afloat where they're not going to be too far back by the time Bryce gets back. And that lineup is going to be just scary good. So when you say that, does that mean at plus 370, that's the better value play? Knowing <sighs> Bryce will come back. And if he can just toto hold the line. If you can just hold the line yeah. until Bryce comes back, then all of a sudden that 370 is going to be what? A dollar 10? Yes, but my thought is is maybe they come out of the gate a little bit slow because Bryce isn't there and then maybe we get a better look mm. than the 370 for them in this division. Uh I I do think if I had to make a bet in this division it would be the Phillies, but I mean these are 3 of the 8 shortest odds to win the World Series all residing <laughs> in the Jeez. same division here with the the Mets, Braves and Phillies and and rightfully so. Again, these are 3 incredibly loaded lineups. You yeah. look up and down. There's not really a weak spot at all to be found from a hitting standpoint. Now, 
you can you can pick apart some of the rotations here and there, but uh, again, overall, we're talking about complete teams, complete units. I mean, Mets, Braves, Philly, all three of them really do fit the bill. Okay, here's my where I get a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. Jacob Degrom is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. We mm-hmm. understand that. I don't know that it's debatable. The problem is, what are you going to get if you're Texas? 15, 20 starts? I mean, you'd love mm-hmm. to get 35, but I, don't, I just don't think you can expect that. So, did the Mets rotation? And I'll have this stricken from the record mm-hmm. if it sounds ridiculous in about four months. Did it actually get better adding old man Cy Young and Justin Verlander mm-hmm. and adding him to Schurz and saying, Jacob, we love you, but we can't trust you anymore? I mean, you did add Kate Upton to the team as well. So that is a that. win-win. So, yeah, so you did so add Kate Upton for America. to the team. So they're, I mean, like, that's an upgrade. For sure. I don't even know what Jacob, Jacob DeGrom. She's great on Twitter. Or, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, you know, yes, you did add Kate Upton Another to, to the rotation there yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, if you talk, if you think that you're not going to get the, the starts out of DeGrom, then you could arguably say that, yes, getting more better. starts out of Verlander is better than not. However, we are talking about a dude that is the best pitcher in the game when he's when he's on. So mm-hmm. there is that. We're, we're looking at 94 and a half wins for both the Mets Jeez. and the Braves. That said, if you look at the projection systems that I look at, Pretty much all of them have them over that number, right? And of course, this is these projection systems also are putting in that likely to be fairly healthy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like they can't predict injuries. We can't either. So that's kind of one of the things that we have to go into understanding that if we're going to lock money up for a long time, it could be some sort of catastrophic injury. You mentioned, I mean, Verlander is up there in age. Scherzer right. is up there in age. Both of those guys. Like if they stay healthy and you get the the maximum amount of starts out of those guys. It's going to be a very good team. It's going to be very hard to beat this Mets team. But hey, look, they're up. They're on up there in age a little bit, so that could certainly happen. If you look at the if you look at the Phillies, their win total sitting eighty eight and a half. We just assume Bryce is going to come back. And we he's do going to come back healthy and be as good as he was before. That's why I don't think the Phillies are bettable preseason right now. I think if anything, you wait. Let the numbers slip a little bit. Maybe this win total. Because by the way, these get updated in yeah. season. Like. Maybe that slips down a little bit. Maybe the 370 gets a little longer. And then maybe then at that point, you want to take a nibble on the Phillies. But this is baked in that Bryce Harper's coming back. That's this right. is baked in that Bryce Harper's going to come back and be Bryce Harper. And we don't really know that. Very quickly, because the division's so loaded, mm-hmm. maybe all three don't make it, right? Say the Mets become the Mets again. At Would you play the don't pass line at plus 390 to miss the postseason? I just... I think it would take an epic collapse. Who plays the team. no pass line? Yeah, I mean, this, seriously. They're the worst. They're the worst. They are yes, the worst. They're Stephanie's the worst. Right. They are. They're the worst. People I can't say what the she ca- said. They're the worst people in the casino. Yeah, they're like they kids on planes. You can tell who they are, too, when they walk up to the table. When they we come back, you got to look to you. I know what you look like. Can you handle the truth? We'll find out next here on The Handle. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket, betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tourney. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guys feature in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams. Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from our VC experts like the legend himself, Brent Musburger, and another legend, Greg Oops Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tourney for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Can you handle the truth? Here's Dave Ross. The truth of the matter is this. There are certain fighters, Matt Brown, that you know throughout history that have an aura about them, right? Mm-hmm. It's something about them that people in the betting public reflexes believe just can't lose. So you can go back in heavyweight history and boxing and say, well, Rocky Marciano is still talked about to this day as one of the best fighters we ever saw because he was undefeated, Right. We saw mm-hmm. that for a long time until some guy named Cassius Clay came along and then beat Sonny Liston a couple of times, became the youngest heavyweight champion of all time. And then we know him as Muhammad Ali. He was going to be that guy that we would never see lose until he stepped into the ring with a guy named Smokin' Joe Frazier in the fight of the century in Madison Square Garden. And then he lost. And then, of course, he won it back a couple of times. But that aura was still there with Ali until we saw him lose. Then he lost to Leon Spinks and to Larry Holmes, and then Larry Holmes was the heavyweight champion in the 80s. 
And he kept that mythical title and that aura until some young kid from the Catskills in New York named Mike Tyson came in, became the then youngest heavyweight champion of all time. He had it until Mm -hmm. one night in Tokyo when James Buster Douglas shocked the boxing world. So you've seen this historically. There are guys that the betting public, you couldn't even bet the Buster Douglas fight against Mike Tyson that night in Tokyo because there were no takers on the other side. In MMA, it's harder to find. We've seen double champs, right? Conor McGregor is one of those guys. We've seen Henry Cejudo. We've seen Daniel Cormier do it. John Jones can do that tonight, right here in Las Vegas. History is not lost on guys like John Jones. So he knows, coming back in here, that if he wins tonight, he joins this list of MMA practitioners that we look at as immortals. And yes, John Jones has a loss in the column, right? But anybody that knows the backstory, it was a DQ for an illegal strike in a fight he was easily winning. Yes, he's got a no contest against Daniel Cormier. Jimmy Smith, we just had on, mentioned it. The second fight, Jones destroyed a Hall of Famer in Daniel Cormier. So really, technically, he popped positive for a substance after the fight. Then it was ruled a no contest. Technically, inside the octagon, John Jones has never been yeah. bested. Which today, by the way, with the new testing rules, wouldn't have even, whatever. So like, again, and Daniel yeah, Cormier, yeah. to his credit, yeah, yeah. does not look at it like, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I got cheated. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Daniel looks at that as a loss as well. So really, that mythical aura that surrounds these fighters I've mentioned, right? Floyd Mayweather has never lost a fight, ever. And to me, he's the best pound-for-pound boxer I've ever seen. That's the truth, whether you like the guy or not. Same thing with John Jones. I'm not saying you have to like the guy. He's got a lot of reasons away from it that you don't have to like him. But if you're going to respect him in the betting market, it's because he's the best we've ever seen. It's because we've never seen him lose. And you heard Jimmy Smith say it. I don't care what he looks like. That guy is built differently. And I think the betting market reflects it. So he starts off as, a, as an underdog against Cyril Gaon when this fight's announced. And now we're seeing 190 behind me here at Circus Sportsbook. We're seeing 175s, 180. It's steadily gone up. And Matt, I think the truth is, if I wake up tomorrow and I bet on Cyril Gaon, I'm going to go, why did I do that? Why did I bet against a guy that we talk about historically as one of those purebreds of best fighters, whether it's boxing or MMA, that we've ever seen? Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. And I think that there's... That's kind of where you have to be if you want to bet on John Jones, right? Because there are a lot of unknowns here. Now, that being said, we have seen guys take long layoffs and come back and look good, right? right. I mean, and for various reasons. I mean, Dominic Cruz had a super long layoff. That was due to injuries. Mm-hmm. He came back, knocked out Takei Mizugaki, and like he looked fine. George St. Pierre didn't fight for four years. He comes back, moves up a weight class, and chokes out Michael Bisping, right? So, I mean, like we guys that are great, which, by the way, Cruz and GSP, fit in that category yes. with John Jones of great fighters, right? We've seen guys take long layoffs, come back in, and in GSP's case, move up a weight class and, Double still, champ. and still look yep. and still look amazing, right? So you, you, you have that foundation here with John Jones. And again, look, I mean, I don't know if people just assumed he was going to look like a bodybuilder when he came out or whatever. <laughs> like, we never cared that, that Daniel Cormier was doughy. No, like, 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 we never cared about that. Like, we actually thought it was uh, endearing, right? right. Like, like, we loved John. We loved the, the Daniel Cormier. Yeah, we loved Daniel Cormier because he was doughy. That's the reason we liked him. We're like, look, his pecs look like mine. And they hang down to his <laughs> belly button. Like, this is a good thing. Like, this is all the stuff that we liked about it. And then John Jones was like, oh, he's fat. Look, he must be eating, you know, he's eating pizza. He's going to lose. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, so, look, I- I'm... I am going into this with the mindset that we are going to get what we got out of a Dominic Cruz, out of a George St. Pierre, where it's an elite guy who is at the top of his game when he stepped away and is going to come back also looking like at the top of his game. Now, I might wake up tomorrow with the bets that I have on John Jones and go, I'm a moron. What was I thinking? This guy's been off for three years. He doesn't have... Now, the one thing to be said that's different in these two case studies than it is with John Jones... There was never a question about GSP's work ethic no, or Dominic no, 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 Cruz's no, 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 work no. ethic or any of the stuff that they were doing recreationally yes. and also that like so it, it, those are those are parallels just from a layoff standpoint not not necessarily from a character standpoint and certainly anything like that so I do look at it that I might wake up tomorrow and go dude you're so stupid you thought John <laughs> Jones was like literally you know going to look like he did five years ago you're an idiot you know like Cyril Gaon is a guy that you've seen recently look amazing right you know before the Ngannou fight right yeah but but to that point 
And I remember, obviously, betting on Brady and, and the Patriots against mm-hmm. the Eagles. Lost that bet. And I went, well, I couldn't wake up Monday going, I bet against the GOAT, mm-hmm. right? And that's where I kind of get back to with this fight with John Jones. You're right. This is the theater of the unknown because of the weight. Because it's not, look, we've got double champs and guys that have won mm-hmm. multiple crowns, but normally 25 to 35, 45 yeah. to 55, right? Maybe occasionally, you, you know, we saw what happened with Israel Adesanya. He tried to go from 70 to 85, yep. or from 85 rather like to 205. Different guy. Right? Jan Pohovic, like mm. the, the bigger guy. That could happen with Cyril Gaon. But I am banking that John Jones is going to be at least closer to what we thought Daniel Cormier as a heavyweight moving back and forth between light heavy and heavy. I think John will be kind of that same way. Mm. And Cormier is the only guy that's been able to do that to win the 205 and then win the heavyweight crown in the UFC. Now, Cormier had also done it at Strikeforce. Mm-hmm. He was the, their heavyweight champion. So John can almost, well, at least equal Daniel Cormier again. He's beaten Daniel Cormier twice if we count that second fight. It's another way for John to get over on his nemesis, which has always been Daniel Cormier. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just look, it, 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 I think this is a pretty fascinating live betting aspect yes. as well for this one. And look, I do have, I, I do have pre-fight bets, but... I think that you can learn a lot after the first round of this. And you might be able to get an even better number on Cyril Gaon. And listen, I'm not, I'm not opposed to getting off my position either, right? If, if, if John Jones wins the first round, but he looks like death over in the corner, mm-hmm. I, will, I will 100% come in on Cyril Gaon in, in, ga- in game. And like, honestly, I'll get a way better number than I'm getting now. And I think these are some of the things that people don't really look at. Look, a lot. Of, I get it. You watch fights. It's a party atmosphere. You're yeah. hanging out with your buddies. You're having some cocktails and things like that. You don't really look at trying to get in with an in-game strategy. But this fight in particular for me is one where I'm going in with a clear strategy, which is what does John Jones look like in that corner after round one? And does this present a very good betting opportunity? for me? I, I think this is an excellent way to look at that fight tonight. If you have the patience of Job to wait and mm. see what that first round does look like. Let me ask you, when we sit here tomorrow and do the handle, do you think we have the, the greater propensity to be talking about shock and awe of Cyril gone or Yup, same as it ever was, John Jones is in fact the GOAT. I think we're probably more likely to be talking about John Jones and how he looked, but, you know, the, listen, there, I think Jimmy even alluded to it a little bit when we talked to him. Yes, Ngannou took Cyril Gaon down at will. At will. But guess what? Cyril Gaon knows exactly that he got taken down at will, right? I, I can only imagine, and I, again, I... Don't have any insight into what was going on in the fight camp. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine there was a very big emphasis on takedown defense and figuring out that, oh, by the way, if I let John Jones just do this, this fight is going to be over. There's going to be no chance for me here. So, I mean, I don't expect us to see the exact same thing that we saw in that fight because you want to talk about the unknown. Yeah. None of us thought that Ngannou was going to go out and there and do that. And that was the shock and all yeah. that night, right? Yeah. That Because, again, I look at this and I go, and I saw Dana White tweeted uh, at Francis or two in respect to Francis Ngannou saying he would never fight in the UFC ever again. And Francis had kind of like the shocked look mm. uh, as a reply because if John Jones wins tonight, what do you think that number would be? Cause it's going to do a great number for pay-per-view buys tonight. Vegas is lit up for it. It's going to be the talk of the town here. If he wins and Ngannou's on the spectrum on the horizon, that could be the biggest yeah. heavyweight fight of all time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I and think, it would be. I think Dana might rethink his position. Bigger than any Lesnar fights or any stuff like that. We're going to get your fix and my fix on UFC 285 and beyond when you come back as we put the finishing touches on the maiden voyage of The Handle. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetRivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hockey and NBA action. BetRivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Gets, and much more. Check out BetRivers.com, download the BetRivers app. It is a whole new game. And it's a whole new show, The Handle, right here ooh, on VC. Ooh, let me tell you, buddy. Let what me tell you, you what else is good. What? I have the two guys at the top of the leaderboard here. Oh, I had here, a feeling this was a Palmer. long shots plug. Ooh, so tied, long shots is hot Terrell right Hatton and Victor Hovland now at seven under. They are tied with two other guys and Corey Connors and Kurt Kitayama. But T1s, I got 37 to one on Hatton. I got 34 to one ooh. on Hovland. Get it done on Sunday, boys. Absolutely done. You just got to be in position. And right now, Matt Brown, you, sir, are in good position. Let's give out right now the pro tip uh, for this hour. And it comes to us from the UFC. Look, we get it. Bo Nickel, if you've been following the sport, Mm -hmm. you've been watching and listening to the show today, we've been trying to tell you he's going to steamroll. But just because it's a gonna doesn't mean it's an absolute. Do not get in the habit of weighing these astronomical numbers like minus 1800 Mm -hmm. for Bo Nickel to win his UFC debut. There really, truly is no such thing as a lock in the UFC. And it's not even so much that, yes, could he get upset? He could. But you referenced it. It could be an injury. It could be some sort of bizarre stoppage. Mm-hmm. We've seen John Jones DQ'd before. There are eye pokes. Yes. Whatever. Headbutts. Like all these different ones. And they can yeah. happen. Yeah. So, again, we just never want to advise you to get into some crazy scenario where you're laying 1,800 because it happens one time. And your bankroll, do the math, what you have to do to just break even if you have one of those things uh, happen to you and your fighter. That is the pro tip here for this hour here on The Handle. And again, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 of those a day across the VEASAN spectrum. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. Matt Brown? They love the pro tips. They're very They just love them. It's pretty good. They love the pro tips. Uh, so you've got two guys right now at the Arnold. Yes, so that's what we'll be rooting for tomorrow. Okay, we'll have a nice little sweat here Very on quickly. the show. Yeah, will you will you take anybody else? Or you're like, man, I got two guys. No, 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 I'm done so now. So I'm not gonna hop in on a yeah, Sunday. Yeah, no, I'm done so now. I have too much. I have too much going for uh, that. <laughs> I, I'll, I mean, if I need to <laughs> to heads a little yeah, bit, if we get way late in the tournament. Yeah, then there could could be something here. We talked about the Kansas Texas yep. game a little bit early in college basketball. When that number got to three and a half, I went ahead and jumped on. Kansas. So, like, this is a team that is inside the top 20 in adjusted mm-hmm. efficiency on the offense and defensive side of the ball. They've won seven straight. I understand that it is one of those things. It is on the road at Texas, and I know that they already have the number one seed in the conference tournament already locked up. But if you take a look, I mean, this is a Texas team, back-to-back losses. Not that you're really dying over losses to, to, to Baylor and TCU. They're good teams. But um, did lose to by eight to Kansas yep. last month as well. So, 
Um, I, I kind of look at this and say, hey, Bill Self's going to look at this Kansas squad and say, hey, guys, yeah, okay, cool. We're already locked into the one seed for, for the t- conference tournament. We, we have a chance, it, albeit a little bit outside chance, to be the number one overall seed in the entire NCAA tournament. So let's not lose this game. How about it? Let's not come out flat. Let's not look at this as an opportunity to take a night off. So I uh, took the three and a half with them in that one. And then I did take the Sea Dragons. I know producer Steph. No, listen, listen, here's Go the dragons. thing. Here's the thing. Well, she's a, she's a Battlehawks oh. uh, fan. I think she's got a couple of jerseys already coming in. Oh. Yeah, so it's one she's of those things. She's day one, yeah. she says. Um, but the Sea Dragons, like I mentioned, if you look at the advanced <laughs> stats, and yes, there actually are advanced stats for the XFL, have the best offense in the league Ooh. through the first two weeks, even though they are 0-2. I think it's a little bit of a a little bit of a slight here that they are only three-point favorites at the Vipers who really do have a lot to kind of figure out mm-hmm. here. You look at their game last week. Luis Perez started for them, and he he went uh, one of one of five for zero yards before they replaced him with Brett Hundley, and uh, I think they don't know what they want to do at quarterback and all that. So I just think they don't have the offense and uh, three there on the Sea Dragons. So that's my non-UFC bets for the day there. Do you have to say Go Sea Dragons, or can I just go Go Dragons? And people now know what we're talking well, about. Well, when you're a longtime Sea Dragons yeah, fan like me, um, I, I think you can just call them the Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, we're fine with just the Dragons. Because like, you're not going to get confused. They yeah, don't no. have to be from the sea. It could be from the mountains. Right. It could be from wherever. Like, they're just the Dragons. It doesn't matter. Unless it's House of the Dragon. Great yes. show on HBO. Uh, so let's get to the UFC. But before we do that, let's mm. pay off our, our poll. Because, again, this is the viewer's voice. And we're going to be keeping tracks a track of this and tabs on this as it goes on. Show you how so wrong we, you guys are. Wait, should we? You like to keep tabs on us every time we're wrong. That's right. You're keeping so tabs we, on we you. Keep tabs on you, yeah. the public. Should we back the public? And here's what the public says: thirty-three point seven, going with Johnny via decision plus a dollar sixty-five. That is the number one leader in the clubhouse right now. And then the number two option again, Johnny via de, uh, via finish though at plus two forty. And then of course gone uh, either by finish or by decision. What do you make of what the people say, which is Johnny, but they're kind of torn a little bit as to how this one plays out. I thought, I thought Jones by finish would win handily, actually. Really? Yeah, like, like I'm not going to say by in a landslide, but I'm going to say handily because, again, it's John Jones, and I think that they were like, oh, no, John Jones is going to go right. and smash, you know? But Elbows hey, coming. Listen, we, got, we got smart people out there, man. We got smart people that follow us on the Twitter machine, and so... Uh, Jones by decision. I, I do like that. That that would not. That wouldn't help me on on, oh, on my bets. Oh oh, well, let's yeah. get to those wouldn't, because wouldn't, again, wouldn't uh, with UFC 285 right here on the horizon uh, at T-Mobile Mobile Arena right here in Las Vegas, we've talked a lot about Johnny. I already told you, and you can't handle the truth. You know where I'm going. Mm. I did lay Johnny earlier in the week at minus a dollar fifty-five, and by the way, that's not even close to the best number. Again, when the line opened, you could have gotten plus money. I was a little bit surprised though, Matt, that when I saw his body. That the public didn't back off from John. Mm. They, it actually went up. It's gone up as the week's gone on. Minus a dollar ninety here. Minus a dollar one seventy five at DraftKings. So the the public is undeterred. What say you? I have Jones by both KO TKO DQ at plus three sixty five, and then I also Ooh. have him by submission at plus six seventy, <laughs> which kind of plays into my Jones gone under four and a half rounds. Yes, uh, plus one thirty on the under four and a half, plus six seventy on the submission, and plus three sixty five on the KO TKO DQ. And and look, this just kind of goes back to as great as John Jones was in the past, and all the great memories I have. Mm-hmm. I mentioned a little bit with John uh, with when Jimmy we had him on. Look. There have been times where John Jones has had to be almost carried out of the cage. Like, yes. like, like the there are times, yeah, like this guy's the cardio is not necessarily elite and is certainly isn't on par with the rest of his game. And so for me, I think if he's going to win this thing, I think you probably want to finish it. Like, I think you probably want to get it done. And the path to victory for that, for me, I do think is go in, get him down. Like I said, John is better on the ground than most people give him credit for because he just haven't used it all that much from a submission standpoint. And then also, he's, we've seen pretty pretty deadly ground and pound with him in the past as well. He hasn't used it as of late near as much. But again, I think he's smart enough just as a fighter. His fight IQ, his street oh, IQ is low. Like, we don't really, his street IQ, fight IQ. fight IQ is incredibly high. Yeah. And so I think he's sitting there going, all right, look, here's my easiest, easiest path to victory. Let's get him down. I'm going to get him down. I'm going to ground and pound, and then he's going to cover up, and then I'm going to sub him or something, whatever, right. something along those lines. That's kind of how the game script plays out to me in this one. I, if this thing's on the feet, I already mentioned, I'm, I'm okay getting off these positions. If this thing stays on the feet, 
He's not trying to get it to the ground. He looks gassed after round one, all the different things like that. I am, I have no ego in this whatsoever. I'm just trying to make money. So I will come in on gone all day long mm-hmm. if I think that Jones looks spent. I will say this. If you remember Rocky Balboa, which was Rocky six to some, right? He was old. He was mm-hmm. older. And the body, right? And Duke's training him. And he says, we need blunt force trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Can't go all day with these young kids. So I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. the under is actually in play a little bit, and it's come down a little bit, plus an hour 10. You got a better the number there at plus hour 30, because I'm with you. I think Johnny's going to go out there and go, you know what? I probably shouldn't make this a five-round mm-hmm. championship fight here with Cyril Gone because they really haven't looked that good going three in some of those uh, fights he's had recently here. So I'm with you. I think it could be a quicker night, and Johnny, bigger Johnny, older Johnny, maybe, dare I say, stronger Johnny, I think. They say the grip's still there. Mm-hmm. We've heard that this week, too. So I think it's very plausible John Jones gets the stoppage inside of uh, going to the distance. I got Derek Brunson at nearly 2-1. to one over Juan Let's go Juan Bomber. Yeah, I mean, look, it's one of those things. Duplessis, I, 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 I think he's probably the better fighter. I think the number, though, is just a little too far for me. He gets a little sloppy in his striking sometimes. Brunson's going to wrestle him and, and, and I think all that Br- day. So long as the cardio is there, I think that he's able to wrestle him here. Maybe a boring decision, yes. but, I mean, listen, we're getting nearly 2-1. to one on that. So I do like that one. And the only one that's not in the account yet that I am considering oh. would just be Trevin Jones by knockout I over Cody in. Garbrandt. Because look, Cody Garbrandt has shown that he's a better fight. He, he's the better fighter in this fight, but he has shown that that chin has, is, is quite suspect. And look, if he dodges, if he dodges taking a big shot, he's going to win the fight for sure. I mean, he's the better fighter pretty much everywhere, but he is, people have found that chin and they found that chin uh, early and often here, and so plus two seventy five on Trevin Jones there to win by KO. I don't. He's not going to win a decision, so I don't no, even no, bet no. that. Like you would only bet him to win by KO, and so uh, I like him there. The only thing is, I, I think Cody's making the right move to go back to thirty five mm-hmm. here, uh, the former champion. But no love, really. It's no chin. Mm-hmm. That chin is really suspect. I'm on Jones as well. Uh, Matt, a lot of fun. Yeah, good times. Good stuff. We were going to do this again. We promise you tomorrow right You'll here. You'll be here the whole time, too. I will be here. Yeah, whole time. For all, all three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Enjoy UFC 285. Enjoy all the sporting events, and we'll have some sweats tomorrow on golf as well. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the handle on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.